What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, NHL Monday. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. As always, special thanks to TopNotchOds.com, one of the best online sports books available. Lots of sports books popping up left and right these days. I promise you, easy to get your money in, easy to get your money out, and the best rollovers in the industry. So use that bonus. And what we can do is get you a 200% deposit bonus that you can use over and over again. Just put in promo code SHARPEDGE when you're signing up on TopNotchOds.com. Uh, like I said, uh, lots of live betting options too. So we're going to talk some live betting later on this week with the NBA. It's been uh, interesting to see some of the trends coming up this year. But topnotchodge.com, promo code SHARPEDGE. On today's show, we're going to take a look at the divisions and kind of take a snapshot where each team is right now and look at the favorites to win. Now, keep in mind, we've only got a couple weeks left here. I think most teams have 10, 11, 12 games left. So it's really wrapping up. This is the home stretch. And some of these divisions, coming down to it, some are already essentially decided. Let's start off in the Eastern Conference in the Atlantic Division because we've been keeping up with the the Atlantic all year long. It was so strong at the top. There's no doubt. The two best divisions in hockey this year, the Central and the West, and the Atlantic in the East. Well, right now, Boston has a six-point lead on the Tampa Bay Lightning, both teams with 13 uh, 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 games left to play. So Boston right now, according to uh, my odds, have about an 88 to 90% chance to win the division. At the uh, at, uh, what they're charging right now, it's not even worth it to, to look anywhere near that division. Boston minus 1250, Tampa plus 600. Tampa still, I mean, look, Tampa's got about a 10% chance to win it, okay? If you're not getting plus 10, plus, uh, I don't know, 10 to 1, 11 to 1 or more, this division, I think you throw it away. Don't worry about anything right now in terms of money to be made in the futures market. Now, game by game, Tampa's going to have to win to fend off some of these teams looking to position themselves in the, uh, in the, uh, two spot, but I think that they'll hold off uh, 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 Toronto, certainly, but Washington, Philadelphia, and the Metro, all these other teams who are going to be jumbled up in the Eastern Conference playoffs, Tampa Bay still needs that upper leg heading in. Now, remember, the NHL playoffs are very division-based, so right now, if the playoffs playoffs started today, Boston would get the Carolina Hurricanes, Tampa Bay would play the Toronto Maple Leafs, okay? So, really... Everything seems to be set in the Atlantic. Like I said, no money to be made in the futures market. If you want to look game by game, maybe something there. But the Atlantic, nothing right now that we're seeing in the futures. All right, now on to the Metro because both Washington and Philly have 89 points. If you look at the playoff projections, Washington, 55% to win their division. Philadelphia, 40% to win the division. And then if obviously there's some percentage points uh, dispersed between Philadelphia, or excuse me, Pittsburgh, Carolina, and New York. Now, here's the thing. When you're looking at futures markets, it's very simple, like game, uh, like individual games, like anything else. It's just you have an edge. In the Metro Division right now, a lot of people like Philadelphia. Philadelphia, Philadelphia they're a public team, Philadelphia is. I read an <laughs> article last week on ESPN. They were the number four team. I think it was ESPN. I don't want to throw them under the bus. It was either ESPN or NBC Sports. They were the number four team overall in the power rankings, which, I mean, look, they're good this year, but right around 8, 9, 10, I think is more appropriate for the Flyers. Also, if you look at some of their defensive trends, they're just not as good as some of these elite teams in the league. So right now, you look at the, the standings, Philadelphia, Washington, both 89 points, both 68 games played. 
and actually, by the goal differentials, Philadelphia is a much better team. But Washington, I believe, well, the power ratings say so, uh, the uh, sabermetrics say so, and the strength of schedule to end the year says so. Washington, one of the easiest strength of schedules for the last few games, excuse me, last few weeks of the season. So I believe right now, when you look at the futures market and see Washington plus 120, Philadelphia plus 140, I believe there is value on Washington. If you can get the Capitals, anything plus money right now, I do like that bet for the futures market. Now, I know we're coming up to it. You're going to look to cash that bet in about two weeks, but that's not the point. We're always looking for different value bets or different edges. And it doesn't matter if you make a futures bet before the season starts or a week and a half before the season's over. If there's value, there's value. I strongly believe Washington pulls ahead, positions themselves very, very well for a playoff run, and you get... Uh, you know, d- just say it out loud. Do you really think the Flyers have the depth, the coaching, the goaltending to keep up and beat the Capitals in, in, in this stretch of the season? Now, let's say they had maybe two games. The Capitals played two more games than, than, than Philadelphia or there was some injury or, or something's going on with the goaltending. Then there's a reason to think that this price is correct. I believe Washington, a little bit of value at plus 120. All right, let's move on to the Western Conference because the Central Division right now is very interesting. The St. Louis Blues in the market are currently minus 175 to win the uh, Central. The Colorado Avalanche are plus 130. That's saying the St. Louis Blues have around a 60% chance to win the, the Central. I think that is very, very uh, disrespectful to the Avs. The Avs are, in my opinion, maybe the best team in the league, if not the second best team. I believe the Avalanche should be the favorite to win the Central Division. By the way, St. Louis has one game on the Avs. So the Avalanche are currently 90 points as we record this, about 5.30 Eastern on Monday. Avalanche, 90 points. St. Louis Blues, 92 points. But tonight, the Avs play... Uh, let's see. Who do the Avs have tonight? In studio, we've got a, a Ooze Media, a one of our cappers here. Derek, who do the uh, Avalanche play tonight? Do you know? We look it up. The Avs have a game tonight. They're, in, I believe they're expect they're pretty heavy favorites in that game. If the Avs win, they would jump St. Louis Blues in the standings and then be the number one team. What you're getting here before this game tonight, this 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 wager needs to be placed. What you're getting here, what is it? Who they play? Oh, LA. Yeah, they're at the LA Kings tonight, which the Avalanche should probably win that game. Now, nothing is certain, but they'll be the favorites, the heavy favorites in that game tonight. So the Avs should win. They should tie the the uh, St. Louis Blues in terms of points in the standings. Okay. That means they jump the Blues. They, they move to one in the Central. I guarantee you guys, tomorrow, when you look at the futures market, the Avs and the Blues may be flipped, maybe both minus 110. You're not going to find the Avs anywhere plus 130 after tonight's game. So get the Avs tonight if you can. Uh, that's going to change because it's funny. When there's this few games left, these future markets usually go away. So the fact they're still around on many different websites says... Well, it says a lot about sports books. They're offering more and more, but it gives us an opportunity to find different value because it's kind of it's kind of like live betting, right? Have you ever live bet a a basketball game and you see the end of the game where it's going back and forth? It's just, they're just switching favorites. They're favored by two points. They're favored by two points. They're favored by two. That's what happens with these futures odds. Every game that one of these teams wins or loses, these prices are changing drastically, and it's actually not more apparent than the one division we're going to have to uh, wrap things up with today, which is the Pacific. And the Pacific division has been the closest. 
division all year long. There's been the most parity in this division. And right now, there's a couple teams who seem to be pulling away. Now, the Vegas Golden Knights, eight wins, two losses, their last 10. They're the clear favorites to win the uh, Pacific right now. And I mean, I don't want to say clear favorites because the futures market has them priced. Minus 175. So they are the clear favorites because the next favorite is uh, Edmonton at plus 225. And really, this all goes back to a couple weeks ago when Vegas got healthy and made that trade for Robin Leonard. Now, I've been shitting on Leonard all year long because I think it was way overhyped how good he was going to be with Chicago. And I think he won less than half his games there. But when he went to the Vegas Golden Knights, the style of defense they play, especially at home... I think that adds so much more, and that actually takes Vegas over the hump of the classic, quote-unquote, Pacific team who's just too weak to to compete in the playoffs. So right now, if you look at the actual standings in the Pacific, Vegas, 84 points. Edmonton, 82 points. The Calgary Flames, 79 points. Vancouver is in fourth place with 76 points. The Arizona Coyotes next with 74 points. And then the Ducks, Sharks, and Kings round things out in the basement there. But let's focus on the top five teams because there's still only 10 points separating the Knights and the Coyotes in between one and five in the Pacific Division. And there are... uh, 12 games left for Vegas, 13 for Edmonton, 12 for Calgary, 14 for Vancouver, and 13 for the Arizona Coyotes. So there are plenty of games and plenty of opportunities left for these teams to shift and to shuffle. But the odds right now say Vegas are the clear favorites to win. Now, I would agree. I think Vegas should be favored to win, but not by that much. I think Vegas should be maybe minus 110, maybe a 50% chance with a little vague to win the division. The second place team, the Edmonton Oilers. Here's the thing with Edmonton. They kind of coasted for a while there in February. There were teams f- dropping to the right of them, rising to the left of them. I mean, it was, it was chaos in the Pacific there for about a month and a half. And Edmonton, with an injured Connor McDavid, weathered the storm. Now they're healthy. Now they're playing better. It's funny because I don't project Edmonton to be that much better than I did maybe a month ago, but everyone else around them has gotten worse except for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, how much worse, or excuse me, now how much better has Vegas gotten than Edmonton to make us think that this price differential is is justified, right? Vegas minus 175 in the market. We're giving Vegas a 50% chance to win. That's a massive, massive jump or or a, a gap in our odds, right? If you look at the second place team in the market, Edmonton Oilers, plus 225. We pull up our trusty ace odds calculator and look and see what 225 is in terms of percentages, 30.8%. If we're projecting the Edmonton Oilers to have a 44% chance to win the division, that gives us a 14% edge. And yes, that is very, very rough. But let's say we're off by, let's say we're doubling that, which is just ridiculous. But let's say we're doubling that. We still have a 7% edge on that bet. Now, I'm not guaranteeing Edmonton wins the division. I'm not saying they're going to, Vegas hits a cold streak, Edmonton gets hot, or anything like that. But we don't make bets because we think something's going to win. We make bets because we have an edge. And the the true odds don't reflect the odds the market are are, are charging right now. So the Edmonton Oilers, with a 44% chance to win the Pacific, they are currently plus 225. I think that's a great bet. And we gave this out a couple weeks ago, the Oilers. We're giving it once again. Oilers is our bet of the uh, the podcast for the futures market. I mean, look, uh, we like the abs bet too, but you're just not getting the massive value you're getting with this bet. So uh, that does it pretty much for the futures bets in the NHL. Before we get out, let's give one best bet for tomorrow. Again, we're recording this on NHL Monday. So this bet will be for March 10th. 
uh, Tuesday, March 10th. It is the uh, second-to-last game on the schedule tomorrow. The Islanders are visiting the Vancouver Canucks. I'm going to take the Canucks. Vancouver has not been playing well lately. Matter of fact, you look at their last 10. They're one of the worst teams in hockey. Let me pull it up quickly. 3-6-1, their last 10. So here's why I like Vancouver. Everyone out there is looking at Vancouver with a low... Uh, uh, they don't have a whole lot of confidence in them. They haven't won money with them lately. If anything, they, they may have lost some money. They have not looked well defensively. You look at the game last night. They were minus 150 favorites, and, and, and they blew it against... Uh uh, well, whoever it was last night. I mean, that that they should have probably won that game. Found a way to they found a way to lose it. Okay, Vancouver. If you follow the teams and you see what they're saying in the locker rooms, I truly believe Vancouver's just on the edge of winning a lot of these games. They were three six and one over their last ten. That could have easily been six three and one, and now they're right there close to the top of the division. Okay, so I'm taking a a, a good Vancouver Canucks team who's actually getting better through the season. If you look at how they've been playing stati- statistically, who is going to be hungry? for a win. We just talked about the Pacific. Vancouver needs to keep up, and they have what it takes to keep up. This is not a team I project falling off, okay? And with Markstrom getting healthy, the goaltenders they currently have, I like Vancouver and their situation. And on the other side, we get an Islanders team who has been horrific on the West Coast whenever they visited for the last couple years. Their defense has gone out the window, and when the Islanders don't have defense to rely on, what else do they have? They can't score. They can't win face-offs. I don't care whether Grice and Varlamov are playing very well, which they've been playing average lately. The Islanders are in no position to bet on right now. We're taking the Vancouver Canucks minus 123 tomorrow against the New York Islanders. All right, that does it for NHL Monday. Good luck, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.